welcome back to Feels Like Weezer, where we're discussing all of Weezer's uh, tracks, song by song, track by track, uh, through their whole discography. Um, and I'm Eric Nash from Almost Famous Minute. And my name is Martin David Tapia. I'm a amateur musician and a songwriter. And uh, Eric... What uh, what song are we talking about today? Yeah, yeah that, that's that's right. He, I kind of almost stumbled a little bit there for a moment, I think. And uh, but uh, yeah, we aren't actually talking about any one song today. We are talking about the Red Album or Weezer, as it's also known. Yes, Weezer parentheses <laughs> the Red Album self titled. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, how we say it, but yeah, the Red Album uh, in the common parlance. Yeah, and uh, it's a very special episode. Yeah. Uh oh! Which what? Which of us is doing drugs, or, or got touched? Okay. Oh boy, I think it's me. Okay. I want to say. Okay. <laughs> um. So, uh, yeah, there won't, won't be any little song snippet or anything like that to play here. But um, nonetheless, uh, we will. Uh, maybe maybe something else will be played here. Ooh. Hello. It's yours truly, Martin David Tapia, coming to you from my very own kitchen. I'm just uh, popping in here real quick for two reasons. Uh, The first reason is that right after this little interstitial snippet, Eric and I are about to start talking about somebody named Zach. The Zach in question here is Zach freaking Smith, the original co-host of the Feels Like Weezer podcast, in case you don't know. Um... Zach had to step down from his co-hosting duties some time ago due to the fact that he had a second child and he was too busy raising his offspring and caring for them to be talking about the rock band Weezer on a podcast every so often. But he did stay with us in a capacity as editor until very recently. Sadly for us, great for him, Zach got a new job that is even more demanding on his time. So he's an even busier, busy, busy boy, and uh, he will no longer be editing the podcast, and that responsibility will fall to me. So that's why you're hearing me now. I get to uh, splice myself into the episode anytime I want and uh, talk at you about any issues that I think uh, need to be addressed. Uh, For all you Zach heads, I'm sorry I'm not Zach. I'll never be Zach, but I will endeavor to be a sort of a Mike Nelson character to Zach's original Joel. Uh, And I'm going to do my best. And probably this won't be the last that we ever hear of Zach on the Feels Like Weezer podcast. So keep your ears peeled to the skies for the voice of Zach Fracking Smith in the future. Okay, and that brings us to the second reason why I'm here. I wrote a little song, like a little theme song for the uh, the Red Album special episode. It's called Red Album Special, and it goes a little something like this. <laughs> Red Album Special. Red Album Special. Red Album Special. to the show. Um, but um, 
yeah, we, we uh, just, uh, you know, this is our usual thing that we've been doing, uh, Zach and I have been doing, and we're going to continue on. Unfortunately, without Zach, um, we thought he might be able to come on for this one, but no. But so he may give, uh, he may record something really quick or something uh, for at some point in the episode and insert it, but uh, that'd be interesting to hear for us, especially <laughs> later on. Yeah, that's my favorite part of any yeah. episode if Zach just kind of pops in for a second and yeah. puts his little, uh, his cute little voice in the in any episode or, i get happy or, or or the other or the other fun part is when we actually hear from him while he's doing the editing itself and he goes oh you guys why didn't you talk about this or why did you talk about this <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. either of those is kind of weird uh but nonetheless um yeah so we're kind of just gonna do a bit of a run through just give some general initial overview thoughts i think and it won't be i don't think it'll be too big of an episode but uh, we'll, we'll give our take on, on uh, what, what kind of happened in the lead up and so forth. Um, is there anything uh, you'd want to start out talking about for this? Uh, not super too hmm. much. I was trying to, getting ready for this episode, put myself in a uh, kind of 2008 mindset. Okay, wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was trying to remember what was going on back then. And in 2008... Doesn't it seem crazy that it was uh that was like uh what thirteen years ago or something? Well, mm-hmm. Am I doing the math right? Yeah, thir- thirteen thirteen for us now talking. Hopefully that's still the case for when this gets released. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're not too far out. Um, well, well, what, well, some of the big stuff actually, little, little pre two thousand eight, I think we should kind of talk about a little bit is that you know it's 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 from the you know the two thousand five you know make believe and the the tour that happened then. Uh, supporting that album um you know it, it that's a pretty big uh time period of, of three years from 2005 2008 and apparently back then you know i don't think i was that clued in but uh there was this seems like there was this you know uns- unsureness of of what was happening with weezer because it because it was going on that long um it was taking that much time um were they breaking up was apparently a big a decent thing uh, or a decently decently uh, uh big thing um and then i mean even you know uh you know wh- whether it was fans or non-fans or whatever but maybe <laughs> kind of <laughs> speculating i mean so certainly non-fans are, are aware of other bands um and 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 do uh do uh postulate about the state <laughs> of, of of various bands sometimes um but uh, you know, you know, there, you know, there there are forums. There, you know, it's it's it, you know, the internet was certainly still still uh, in its infancy. But uh, you know, MySpace was even a thing at that point too. Um, so so <laughs> yep. definitely in in the Wikipedia here that I have open right now on my screen. But I also have Wikipedia itself too, and so forth. But um, uh, you know, uh, I, I know I know at one point earlier in the research. Uh, getting ready for this uh i know myspace was at least mentioned once in the in the rundown of kind of things that were happening around this time um but uh you know and myspace myspace was huge for bands of course especially in the in the, in the latter days of, of 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 the uh of that social network as well yeah it seemed, absolutely it seemed, like it, it seemed like it you know became pretty much band friendly only <laughs> you know otherwise everyone else had left for for decent <laughs> reasons i think yeah, maybe. But, yeah, um, but uh, you know, but but hey, we all got 
very lucky, you know, for for what's happened for the latter, or as as you mentioned, thirteen years since two thousand eight itself. Um, uh, now we've had quite a few albums since then, but uh, but we are just talking about this 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 one here, Red Album. <laughs> I thought you were um, saying we were lucky in terms of social media. I was yeah. like, well, oh, I don't no, know no, about yeah. that yeah, one. I, I, yeah, I got it for that little tangent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. gotcha. Um, this one other crazy thing, I actually, this is one big thing I kind of noted um, in my notes, is that, you know, so there's essentially like these kind of three different kind of alternative-ish albums or album names and, and, and maybe concepts or what have you. Um, so the first one, I mean, we could talk about if you're if you're if you're up for it, uh, uh, album six and what what mm-hmm. what involved what what's involved there. <laughs> um, uh, again, it's it's a uh, you know there's that social media aspect, but even you know n- not exactly social media, just a website in general. So apparently there was this uh, album six, you know, spelled with a six spelled out apparently. Um, uh, dot com website that was created apparently by fans not not Weezer <laughs> it was it was it was not but but well wasn't sure of it was it was it was seemingly trying to the, the website uh, f- uh, creators the fans seemed to kind of want to make it make make other fans think it's a real album or a real uh, uh, website by the band so uh, Carl and 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 other people I think in the band too probably at points. Uh, dismissed it said uh yeah apparently the quote is honestly had no idea <laughs> unquote, <laughs> yeah. what it was about but it was just yeah. set up by a few internet pranksters and yeah. uh uh for reasons unknown nope nobody knows to this day yeah. right who who these uh particular internet pranksters were but uh i guess that's kind of a funny thing to do maybe it was a simple it was a different time <laughs> I mean, there, there are there are apparently usernames, I guess on on other and other places or somewhere. King, King of the County and Lord of the Manor were the two. <laughs> um, uh, Where are they least. today? Yeah, who, Where yeah, are they now? Who are the who those real people are? Apparently, we don't know. <laughs> correct. Um, and then uh, you know, and 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 you know, part of I guess what what they did kind of do is like you know. Maybe this is kind of when I think that that you know something that we we I think we know a bit more about today, but and and the first uh, little hints of of that uh, this other uh, you know uh, demo recordings um, uh, called Alone, the home recordings of Rivers Cuomo. Apparently, this kind of got you know through, through this website. Apparently, kind of came to fruition. So somehow they they had, they were aware of. Uh, these this uh, these uh, demo recordings and it got put out in this way through, through that or in that way through that website. Wow, very interesting. Yeah. This puts me on a, a course of thought that uh, you know does does anybody ever Oops. say that uh, album album six dot com was an inside job? Is this a well? Yeah, I mean, I mean, they certainly they 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 seem to say it wasn't, but of course that's what you would say if it it was an inside job. <laughs> You know, mm, yeah, very interesting. You know. Well, again, we'll never know, but it's a cool little, uh, mm-hmm. cool little side fact uh, as relating to uh, Weezer self-titled parentheses, aka the Red Album. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's essentially you know two besides just album six as a weird you know uh, placeholder. 
there were a couple uh, album names that, that ended up uh, being used at, at a couple po- different points. Uh, so this one and how to, I, you know, I know this the second word, the idea, you know, I mean, it's it's, it's a very well-used English word, uh, ensemble, but it's, you know, if, if this is all, if these two words are both supposed to be French, it would be two ensemble, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but mm-hmm. maybe it's tout ensemble. <laughs> but <laughs> however it's supposed to be said, you know, T-O-U-T and then ensemble. Um, but then additionally, um, the other uh, thing that then ended up uh, coming out about uh, another album name and then at, and actually it ended up being a, 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 a CD compilation of demos uh, that that was actually somehow put out at some point was also called another thing was called uh, deliver, uh, deliverance at hand. Yes, deliverance at hand. Yeah, I have listened to that one mm-hmm. uh, just like on a YouTube or whatever. Okay. Um, but yeah, I uh, I forget the story of that. That's just the that's the one that uh, Rivers put like the demos on for the rest of the band to. Uh, for like the okay, ideas yeah. that he want, I think for sure. the ideas that he wanted potentially to for the songs to be on the album. Yeah, and that's that's definitely some the kind of thing that uh, I, I'm aware of. At least at least you know Beatles kind of doing s- some similar things. You know, on their own, the the various band members on their own kind of coming at their homes and so forth, coming up with you know uh, creating demos on on various recording devices, what have you. Um, back then in the '60s. Um, uh, to then take take with you into the studio and have the other band members listen to and give their thoughts on and 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 see how they might be able to add to and and perform them uh, fully and, and and more and more normal fully um, uh, produced quality, um, but uh, but so certainly this is like an 18 track album, 114 minutes, 14 and a half minutes, uh, or not 114, uh, an hour and 14 and a half minutes. Um, there you go. But you know. And certainly, uh, there's there's a few besides uh, the, what the red album is, plus the demo track or plus the um, the uh, the extra del- the deluxe version, um, like four four or five, four yeah four bonus tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's certainly at least four more in this list than that uh, aren't aren't on either. You know, certainly the very, the very first track is is certainly one right here is autopilot. But but if you say yeah, you've listened to it. I mean, if if any of those non like the four at least uh kind of pique your interest i mean I, I, you know if you let us if you're aware of any or if, if you have a take on any of them if you want to let us know just a, a rough idea if hey if, if they're worth you know more listening to and so forth any of them or yeah they didn't make a huge impression no. on me honestly okay. so maybe there's a reason why they yeah. were left on the cutting room floor mm-hmm. so to speak cool. but <laughs> yeah it's a I always uh, get a kick out of uh, hearing the demos, though, mm-hmm. so I try to uh, listen to those whenever I have the chance. But yeah, speaking of um, the uh, the demos for the other band members, uh, I mean, I don't know, can we move on to talking about the album uh, proper? Oh, sure, yeah. yeah. Did you have any more, uh, like, uh, lead up, the uh, lead-up, like the three mm-hmm. years covering that time period? From 2005 to 2008, did you have anything else? Uh, nothing that's coming to mind. Um, bu- 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 bu. Yeah, I think that like uh, everything that you said was pretty mm-hmm. much just uh, 
anything that I wanted to touch on, we already touched on. So I think we can yeah. move on. Mm-hmm. Because uh, this album, I think, uh, well, it's not the only album to have uh, to have vocals by the other band members, but uh, lead vocals, I think. Well, yeah, lead, yeah, certainly, right, yeah. So, so there was one at least from each of the other three guys, one song from from at least each one of them, um, and you know, taking taking the lead, um, uh, because yeah, I mean, definitely, there's at least a couple of the guys in, in the past had done backing vocals, and maybe even all three of the the, the current roster, which. Which yeah, I, I mean, so. the, the current roster at this point, or at this point for the Red Album, has stuck <laughs> for ever since. Um, yeah. Um, uh, but uh, you know, there certainly were the points earlier in the career in the band that uh, had the uh, other other guys in. Um, but yeah, and it was and another thing to think about too. I think a little bit is how, um, and maybe it kind of coincides. Is yeah, it does. Um, like so, tracks seven, eight, and nine. I noticed, you know, the the uh, producer behind them. Apparently, you know, of note is Weezer itself for mm-hmm. the, the three these three tracks. Apparently, were played, and, and and it's really odd though that they were also placed where they were in in the in the listing in the in the uh, in the um, uh, uh, order of things. You know that uh, you know Brian Bell song then a. Then a, then a uh, a Scott Schreiner and then a Pat Wilson song, you know, thought I knew Cold Dark World and Automatic. They were placed at, at you know, out of ten songs, it's number seven, eight, nine in that row, and they and, and and there was no other producer besides the band itself of note. Whereas you know, gosh, uh, five songs were Rick Rubin songs, and then two were this uh, Jackknife Lee. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, according to the Weezerpedia, um, Rick Rubin just stopped showing up for the okay. <laughs> sessions. Yeah. yeah, which seems like kind of weird. Um, I wonder if he had an issue with with you know the other three getting th- this uh, this uh, lead vocal res- uh, you know, responsibility and 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 four songs that they wrote too. You know, it's not just it's not just that there was a River Squirma song that was then given. Although in the in the one case in the Scott Schreiner case it was uh, Rivers uh, uh, co-write between the two of them. Yeah, and then you then get Rivers it. on the uh, yeah. on the vocals there in the chorus of that okay. Scott Schreiner yeah. song as well. Mm-hmm. But we'll talk about that. Oh, yeah. you know, in whatever however many months uh, it takes for us to get there. But yeah, um, uh, yeah. I want. Do you think that's a can we talk about this? Is that a good decision to like put those uh, all those lump those three songs together with the vocals from the <laughs> other band members? Um, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, right. So it's it's you know again kind of equating it a little bit to the Beatles. I, I always have had a kind of fascination with how they would order their their songs and how especially especially for back then it was it was all very much uh, on on the vinyl records. Um, you know the double the two sides for the record you know um uh, and and you know generally when george harrison getting his usual ish two songs per album that he would write and also sing uh-huh. um you know usually one would be on the one side the other one would be on the other side they wouldn't be all they wouldn't be grouped together and then ringo's song would also you know uh just go go wherever it goes on the album. <laughs> Usually, more likely the B side as well, though. Yeah, but um, 
and, and and then I mean, and then just otherwise too. I mean, just whether it was a John or a Paul song, it would just you know, I always found it interesting if whenever whenever it might by chance, seemingly by chance by me from my, from where I'm sitting, but. Hey, you know, I mean, you know, you'd think that they would have been thinking about it. That hey, okay, let's not have three or four John songs all in a row. <laughs> I mean, unless he he just had a lot more of an output for any one album, then then that might make more sense. You know that, that okay that, that that okay let's you know go ahead and do that. And maybe they're on the shorter side as well. The, the, the length of the, them should uh, should seem to make make uh, some difference as well. Yeah, I think but, so. There's all sorts of considerations when yeah. it comes to track listing. I guess mm-hmm. like you gotta try to think of everything, like every yeah, like how I don't know how good the song is is like a very mm-hmm. difficult thing to uh, <laughs> to decide. But a lot of albums, I think, yeah, we like to put the the good songs, the best well, and, songs up and, front. And for this one, they have the three singles as well. There are three out of the four singles. That are the first three tracks, and then then uh, what the other one is uh, uh, five or six six dreaming, mm-hmm. I think yeah, um, but um, yeah, hmm. yeah I don't know I think I kind of like I think I like the uh, having the non rivers songs being lumped together at the end, even though it kind of makes for an uneven album. I think I can say that I think the first half of this album is like stellar like really great yeah and then um i I like the whole thing i like it all i'll say that but uh i the back half of the album is like this is gonna sound like i don't like it but it's some of like my least favorite stuff that the weezer has ever put out Mm -hmm. and that's not to say that i don't like it but it's just like at the bottom rung of uh of their their output for me personally So, uh, but I don't, I kind of like it that way. I kind of, it's like almost like having like two, two albums or like two EPs or whatever. Mm. Kind of mashed, mashed into one, uh, red, red album mash. <laughs> but yeah. Um, uh, what else do we got here for, what, what else do we need to say about this, uh, this album? Do you want to give like your general impression? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were kind of just doing that, so yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, I could kind of, I kind of feel possibly the same way right now. It's, it's, it's a matter of you know when I go to listen to it, you know, I think I can kind of you know trail off, you know, in the latter half. I probably kind of lose a little interest, you know, with yeah. with it, you know. Um, but uh, you know, I mean, we'll be going song by song, so <laughs> I will be forcing myself <laughs> for sure to to pay much more attention to these. Uh, latter half of the songs to you know to uh to be able to talk about them hopefully more fully yeah for sure and there's like a cool thing that i've been i kind of knew this already but that i've been noticing a lot especially with like um make believe in the red album which i've been listening to a lot and then uh you know spoiler alert ratitude i've been listening to a good amount and uh those albums um like when they came out i wasn't uh I wasn't that uh, um, dialed into what Weezer was doing. I kind of was, uh, I came back to them like a a little later, some years later. But if, okay, here's the point. If you, (laughs) if you like make yourself listen to something that you might not necessarily um, 
think is the best. Like, I think there's usually musically you'll you'll start liking it more. (laughs) And uh, I think that's kind of like a cool little trick. And I think it's like kind of the positive feedback loop that um, kind of enshrines like certain classic rock songs or uh, stuff like oldies radio things. Yeah. Like that kind of um, like once a song has a chance to get into the the public consciousness, then uh, it, uh, it will stay there indefinitely. And then, um, I just think that's a cool little thing uh, that you can do if you ever wanted to. And I don't know, maybe the listeners are like, well, why would I want to listen to something that I don't like and make myself like it? Um, And to that, I say, I don't know. Maybe maybe expand your horizons, I guess, uh, if you feel like it. But you don't need to. And, you know, I mean, you know, comparing this to, say, like, say, whether it's, say, like, TV or movies, I mean you know, this makes a lot more sense to do that with than those things because those things are so much longer. You know, you, you could you could try it out and see how it goes, This this that kind of methodology kind of and, and just thinking of, of doing that, that kind of thing uh, with, with uh, a, a fairly short piece of media. Yeah, you know? the, definitely the time yeah. uh, time investment is... Uh... It's pretty low, pretty low yeah. stakes to to listen to a song like yeah. a couple more times. Like listen to a song three times, you got like nine minutes on your hands or whatever, depending on the song. Mm-hmm. Going with three minutes as the average length, I guess if you want to. Uh, but yeah, it's not nine minutes out of your life. You're, you're gonna be okay. But if you try to watch a you know a movie three times in a row, yeah, right. that's like half your day is gone. <laughs> It's a lot. I don't like this movie, but I'm going to watch it one time, <laughs> and then I'm going to watch it one more time, and then one more time on top of that. And that's like, yeah. It's... Mm. I'm not saying don't do it, yeah. but I don't know. Do whatever <laughs> do whatever you want. It's your life. <laughs> um. So I, I, I want to say there might be like one last thing we could kind of delve a little bit into that I find a little interesting <laughs> is – is uh, I mean you know we, I, I kind of started off with uh, how what how Weezerpedia stated it that uh, you know it was 2005 and the Make Believe album uh, or, or, and, and tour then uh, then was happening so for this album apparently you know they called it the Troublemaker tour which I really like that name yeah um, but then additionally apparently I guess it was like Weezerpedia is like stating it as as being you know part of just two of the songs for uh, Beverly Hills and Island in the Sun when they would perform those on this Troublemaker tour apparently they did them or, or these hoot nannies they call them mm-hmm. uh, would happen for those so I mean I kind of have a general take I mean it's it's you know kind of a just a kind of a like down home you know kind of you know uh, uh, country southern ish, you know, um, more so, uh, uh, party in a sense. But if, if there's, you know, I mean, it, it, you know, like Wikipedia itself says for it, you know, uh, the word most hootenanny word most commonly refers to a folk music party with an open mic at which different performers are welcome to get up and play in front of an audience. So, uh, I mean, you know, I mean, was it just was was the idea that just anyone in the audience could, or is there some kind of way that they would? <laughs> <laughs> I think that, that? I've, uh, have, have I think I've read some uh, interviews with uh, yeah. Rivers, 
where he um, they put out a call for musicians, okay. and I don't know h- how much they vetted them, but I think mm-hmm. there was like some way that they made sure that people weren't just like coming in who. Um, I don't think that like the skill level on the instrument was necessarily like a huge factor, mm-hmm. but they they did I think just want to make sure that it wasn't just any old uh, Joe Schmo or Josephine Schmosephine <laughs> off of the street. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. so I I can't remember exactly, but I think they the musicians were vetted, and I remember in an interview Rivers saying that um, most of them knew their stuff and like were able to to play the songs pretty competently mm-hmm. on whatever uh yeah instrument they decided and i think uh one of the fun things is that uh they allowed like all sorts of uh you know like band instruments or whatever like woodwinds and brass and that sort of thing to join in hmm. at some points mm-hmm. yeah but uh you know what? I, I'm very happy that you uh, <laughs> that you Wikipedia'd Hootenanny. Yeah, I like that a lot, and I like to say Hootenanny. It's fun for me. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't. You know, I don't know what else to say about this album except for that. Uh, I, th- I think it's a it's a pretty good album. Yeah, I, I'm definitely. Uh, uh... Wink, wink, looking forward to some of the songs here, um, at least at the start. But like you say, you know, uh, uh, diving in and listening uh, fairly repeatedly, you know, to, to some of the other ones I know a little bit less right now. Um, I, I certainly look forward to that. And, um, uh, you know, it's, it's you know, I, I definitely have just in my mind, there's definitely, you know, it, it, it hopefully couldn't be as bad as you know a couple of the other albums further a little further down the road that you're <laughs> that you're apparently kind of digging into one of them uh that i've, I've definitely you know had, had the opinion of uh uh in my head quite a bit throughout the process of doing ever ever of since starting the show that's for sure at least since then of uh with uh hurley and ratitude i think yeah a couple of the lower points but um so so i'm still i'm still in a good mind state for this album nonetheless yeah, I think um, yeah. There's good. Th- there's all through all the albums. There are good things to look forward to, okay. and then like yeah. maybe some things that aren't as exciting. <laughs> but I don't think normally there's never in any of the albums. And I think I've yeah, I definitely have listened to every Weezer album at least a couple times. Yeah, but there's nothing. There's never a time when I'm like, oh, this is like tough to listen to or like i'm like bummed that i'm listening to it sometimes it's just like well this isn't like the best music that i've ever heard but it's a, uh, you know i put it on on a bicycle ride and it's a, uh, you know it's no no worse than most other music i would say <laughs> in fact probably uh, much better than a lot of other music <laughs> if we can say that i don't know it's sure. all subjective um, okay, so um, I don't know that there's anything else we would normally do on in the past uh, uh, intro uh, album special episodes, but um, uh, if you want to, if you want to run down your uh, any any kind of plugs, uh, yeah, I guess um, I don't think I wrote any theme songs for this particular episode. Yeah. Mm. Oh. That's a lie. I did record a song for this episode. 
Sorry. But uh, you heard the Feels Like Weezer theme song in the beginning of the show. And uh, maybe, depending on, uh, on how things go, somewhere in the middle as well. I wrote that song. And uh, if you like it and you want to hear more music that might sound similar, uh, you can check out some of my music at uh, bandcamp.com slash martindavidtapia. That's M-A-R-T-I-N-D-A-V-I-D. T A P I A. Yeah, cool. All right, and uh, uh, so I've been Eric Nash. Uh, you, as I mentioned at the beginning, almost famous minute is my other big show right now. That's for sure. Um, uh, th- this show feels like Weezer and Almost Famous Minute are part of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Um, definitely check out all the other great music shows there. And uh, just a little, I guess, just maybe a little more personal uh, 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 social media, so forth. Uh, you can find me at Lucky Mustard on Twitter. Um, Lucky Mustardine on Instagram um, and and Facebook. Uh, just don't find me there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you can find yeah. the show on uh, on no, Facebook, yeah. right? Definitely, yeah. For the show wise, yeah, um, that we have our page, which you can like at at uh, Facebook dot com slash feels like Weezer, and uh, the group we have where we can talk and, and so forth uh, very easily. In uh, you, we, we we'll let you in um, is at feels like we, uh, Feels like Weezer Listener Society. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, go. You can do it. I believe in you, Eric. Yeah. Uh, the Facebook group is at face. Uh, the Facebook group is at Feels Like Weezer's Listener Society. Yeah, the Feels Like Weezer Listener Society. Yeah. Go, go ahead and you. join. You can engage with us, uh, your favorite content creators. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> Well, whatever you have to say, uh, I'll try to. I think I usually engage with most of the stuff that's uh, posted up there. But yeah, oh, yeah. check it out. And um, uh, Eric, do you uh, do you gamble? Do you ever gamble? Uh, pretty minimally. You know, I, I've never been to Vegas. Uh, yeah, but I have. But, I've know. been a few times, but yeah. I actually cool. I am cursed as a person, oh, so I don't. Boy. I normally don't gamble because it's like. I have a curse on me where I lose every time. So it's it's not worth it for me personally. But like I wonder like uh, do you want to like make a little bet as to oh. what's going to be the <laughs> the the next uh color album that comes out from Weezer? Oh, okay. Do you want to guess what the next album's going to be? Um or I the mean, next one I, that is a color album. I mean, I think I think I've had in my mind for quite a while. I might have said it once before even. Um I mean, I don't, I'm I'm not sure why yellow as a primary color. It's it's the primary color out of the three that has yet to be an album cover by them. Yeah, I think yellow's a a, a good guess. Yeah, I didn't um, th- think too hard about this. I don't even gosh. have an answer for myself. I mean, is there a reason they've stayed away from yellow and have gone on? You know, they've done the primary colors and even green. These three so yeah. far that we're at one secondary color, uh, and then they've done. You know, white and black and teal. Um, yeah, and teal is. You know, you is know. there a reason that they've avoided yellow so far? Um, Maybe because yellow reminds people of peepees. Yeah. So, I wonder if it could they could shift to the other one of the other two um, secondary colors of yellow or violet, as it's some sometimes called violet or purple, what have you. Yeah, 
I was going to say purple. T- that was m- going to be my guess. And I don't know if like we want to put like five. To- I don't know why I wanted to make this like a bet. <laughs> but let's put some. Let's put five. I'll owe you five bucks if the next one's yellow. I'm not going to go with well, purple because I think. But no. Oh, okay. I, I, yeah. I like I, I like your idea. You know, that there's a possibility of, of, of yellow, of not doing yellow for a reason like that. You know, like like you mentioned, or maybe there's some other ones. But um. So I, I would like to switch though to oh yeah if, if okay. you're gonna take purple as a second no no color. I'm not I'm not gonna take purple I was just gonna say no. I'm not gonna okay. take purple because I think purple is way too strongly associated with Prince still yeah. you, wow. you know all these years after his death I don't I think like it would have to be like a Weezer doing like a Prince themed album and I'm not sure that's something <laughs> not that that's not something that like they could do but I don't think that I'm not sure that it would I just don't think they would do it. For yeah. that, for those reasons, but oh yeah, what, okay. What so color? If, I, if yeah. I were taking yellow, though, what what color would you take? And you're not taking purple. Are, are you th- are you thinking about orange then? Or yeah, I was thinking about okay. orange. Were you gonna take orange? I was if you I, I I was if you were taking purple. I would take purple. I don't think they they, they have that issue. Um, and they and they could we could it could even be more of a violet. You know, they could they could call it a violet. You know. Yeah, you know what? My first, my first so. uh, inclination was to say mauve. Yeah, like, <laughs> like the mauve album. The, no, I, I like I like the mod album better. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll be the, I'll be Arthur all the time. I would love um, to. Yeah, yeah, just like Hurley, except for with B. Arthur's face on the cover. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, but but, but I mean, but, but even still, even if they did purple, I don't think they have that issue because they've already done white and black as well. That's true. Yeah. And naming, yeah, the yeah. white album is to, is is the hugest color album ever ever done. I think. Yeah. And then the black album is is Danmere is huge for Jay Z. Yeah. That's true. I, Maybe I, don't, I, don't I just think, yeah, them, and 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 they would stay away from anything Prince. I think. All right, so this is a these are big big stakes. But yeah. uh, if I, you want to go with purple, and I'll go that. with orange. Yeah, I'll okay. stay away from the yellow, and and I'll go to purple or purple slash orange. violet. But not. No and more. then let's say if it ends up being yellow, then we both owe oh, Zach boy. five dollars. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> okay, it's a it's a okay. bet. Vir- virtual handshake, right? <laughs> yep. Okay. Done. All right. Cool. Um, Okay. So I think uh, that'll probably wrap it up. Um, Bad ending as usual. Yeah, we did it. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye, Zach. All right. Cool.